0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra.
1: Did you see the recent newspaper article on formality by Emily Post, country's leading authority on
2: etiquette? Well, it's was most interesting. But what caught my eye was the paragraph where Emily Post said... The history of invention is replete
1: with stories of men who were obsessed with one idea, stubborn men, tenacious men. Read about Fulton and the steamboat, Edison and the electric light, Westinghouse and the air brake, Fibber McGee and Molly! Let me see again. If the wing loading is equal to the drag, gravity plus lift will exceed the thrust. Yep, 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 yep. That's it. That's it. So, if the forward speed... Siri. If the forward speed is in excess of lateral stability... McGee! What? Oh, oh, hi, Molly. Time for dinner? We just had breakfast. <laughs> we did? <laughs> I guess I've been so wrapped up in this invention of mine, I didn't know what was going on. Personally, I still don't
3: know what's going on. All I know is that three nights ago, you suddenly sat up in bed and said, Urania! Urania!
0: <laughs>
1: That's a Greek word. means I have found it.
3: That word is Eureka, not Uremia. Uremia is a disease.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Promiscuous Uremia. <laughs> Baby, I got an idea. I got an idea that's going to knock the theory of aviation into a flat spin. I'm building a model airplane that will have aircraft flying to Mars every hour on the hour. I have a theory. In... Oh, hand me them no quick. Stick that slide rule under a cushion. Break those pencils. Had a girl. Shall I swallow the eraser? No. <laughs> Nobody can figure anything out from that. All clear? Roger. Okay.
3: Come in. No, it's just Mr. Wimple, McGee. What do you
1: mean, just? Even he could be a tool of the interest. Hi, went. Hello, folks.
4: <laughs> tool of what interest, Mr. McGee? Do
3: you have any connection with aviation, Mr. Wimple?
1: Well, just in a small way, Mr. McGee. You see? What did I tell you? What is your small interest in aviation, Wimp?
4: Well, when I ride my bicycle on cold days, I wear a flying helmet and goggles. Is that all? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. I wear trousers, too. <laughs> Any other?
3: Up- in aviation, Mr. Wimple?
4: Well, sometimes I wet my finger and hold it up to see which way the wind is blowing like aviators do.
3: Oh, I always thought they threw a handful of grass up in the air.
1: No, no. Real airplane pilots look for a herd of cows. They do? Yeah. Cows always stand with their tails to the wind. Pilots always look for that. They like a (laughs) tailwind.
4: Personally, I've never flown in an airplane. (laughs) <laughs> I get busy standing on a Sunday
0: paper. <laughs> ah, there's
1: nothing to fly and wimp when you understand the laws of aerodynamics like I do. You want to know the theory of flight, briefly? Very. What is it, Mr. McGee? <laughs> it's simple. As the plane moves through the air, the air hits the front end of the wing first, you see. As it passes across the wing, the friction heats the air. Hot air always rises. That pulls the tail out. The pilot feels the tail go up and raises the nose up. Thus the whole airplane goes up.
3: Uh, then the way you'd explain it It's all a matter of hot air?
4: Exactly You I used to think that If I never flew in an airplane I'd never get air sick
1: But I do You do? How can you get air If you don't fly?
4: Did your wife ever wear you Around her head by your necktie Fifty times And then tell you How funny you look With that green face?
3: It's not Mr. Winkle. I'll well, have to admit there have
4: been times when the temptation No. I must not say that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've got to get home now. And I'd better slow down, too. Believe me. Coming over here, I tore around a corner on two heels. Oh, boy.
3: My! It's a wonder you didn't get arrested.
4: Oh, I was on my bicycle. So long. <laughs>
1: You know, Molly, I could have took up model airplane building years ago. It's a great little hobby.
3: So are you.
1: Hmm?
3: Oh, <laughs> you said hobby. I thought you said hubby.
1: <laughs> mm.
3: Incidentally, aren't you making that model a little large?
1: got to be large to hold the motor. The motor? Yep. See this? Yeah. One cylinder gas motor. 31 bucks.
3: Wow.
1: This airplane's not only going to fly, kiddo. It's going to prove my new theory of flying.
3: May I ask a question?
1: Certainly, my dear. A thirst for knowledge is a very commendable thing.
2: What's the question?
3: Well, uh, when you walked across the room just now to get that little tiny stick of wood, what was that? The strut. I know, and your pride is excusable.
0: Hmm?
3: <laughs> but uh, what was the little piece of wood?
1: That was the strut. Oh. In engineering terms, my child, a strut is an external brake. Oh? Uh-huh. You see, when we design airplanes, we must anticipate stresses. Thus, when a plane is caught in a sudden updraft or thermidor. <laughs> We must compensate by a rigid flexibility, or it results in a torque fuse or ground loop. Very dangerous at high altitude. Understand? No, do you? <laughs> no. But neither did Kitty Hawk when she first started building airplanes.
3: Kitty Hawk, dearie, is not a person. It's a place in North Carolina where the Wright brothers first flew.
1: Well, that's a mere detail. I was only referring to Kitty. Remember now, not a word about my plans. There's millions in this thing. Can't take chances.
3: Now relax, sweetheart. I'm as silent as a cock and rabbit sitting on a bolt of velvet. Okay. <laughs> come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble. Just come in, Doctor.
1: How do you do, my dear? Hello, bum. <laughs> Hi, revenue cutter. <laughs> Is this just a social call, or did you hope to find somebody squirming in pain? Oh, now, stop it,
3: McGee. You know how the doctor drops in on his way to the hospital.
1: Certainly. I stopped here for inspiration, limber jaw. It sustains me during my work. I keep thinking if you can live and be happy with a body like that, there's hope for everybody. <laughs> I was talking to a couple of your victims, Mugwump.
3: Uh, what's a Mugwump?
1: That's the bird who sits on a fence with his mug on one side. Oh, and yes,
3: it... I remember.
1: You remember. Wilson and Johnson told me. As a matter of fact, lack like Width, I always have... And all the tools. Going to the toothpick business?
3: It's
1: a model airplane he's building, Doctor. He says... Ha, 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 ha. No leaks, Molly. <laughs> One little hint about what I'm doing, an old blabber push here will spread it around like it was Johnson's blowcoat. That I resent, hyena boy. I cheat cheated crossword puzzles. I've been known to kick my golf ball from behind a tree. I have even had...
3: You know something? He won't even tell you your own
1: temperature. <laughs> well, I, I guess I was wrong, Doctor. <laughs> if you promise to keep it under your cheap brown hat, Bucketfeet, I'll tell you what I'm in. <laughs> oh, that's
3: probably
1: for you, Doctor. I suppose so. Those switchboard operators fail me around like a piece of chain on a gasoline truck. <laughs> Hello, gamble speaking. You must have got Doc Bill and had a relapse. A oh, was that again, Mrs. Clatterhat? Clatterhat? I see. Well, tell your husband for me once more that if he has butterflies on his stomach, it's his own fault. I can't do anything about it. Goodbye. Fine doctor. Can't even give the poor guy some bicarbonate. Not for these butterflies, huh? He had him tattooed on when he was in the Navy and wants me to remove them.
0: <laughs> well, see you later, Marblehead.
1: Good day, my dear. Now, i better get busy. Now, let me see. It says insert flat A into flat G. Huh? Where's flat G? Hmm, this must be a thing. Seems a little snug. No, nope. Too tight. <laughs> Good thing I got plenty of extra pieces. I bought five sets, so I shouldn't have enough. No, folks, I was just going by, and I thought... Oh, gee, model airplane. Why don't you take that up, pal? Oh, a
3: couple of days ago, Mr. Wilcox. Seems to be a wonderful hobby if you like sawdust down your neck and nails
1: in your thumb and glue on your shirt. Don't you kid yourself, Snooky? It's the model builders like me that'll design the airplane of the future. And when I prove my theory... Oh. Forget I said
0: that.
1: Said what? Some theory you have about...
0: Please. Mr.
3: Wilcox, this is dynamite.
1: Strictly hush-hush, Jr. There There ain't an airplane manufacturer in the world that wouldn't give his bicuspids to know what I'm working on. But I will tell you this. The so-called model modern airplane is absolute as of this minute. Oh, yes. You familiar with airplanes? Only as a passenger. Flew to Cheyenne, Wyoming last week for the company. Emergency. Did you really? What kind of an emergency? Inquired, fun-loving little tibber. With his merry blue eyes twinkling with mischief because he knew darn well he was going to get slugged with a plug.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it was pretty exciting, pal. Racine got me out of bed early one
1: morning. Racine,
3: Wisconsin?
1: No, Charlie Racine, my houseman. Oh, He shook me awake and said, get on the phone quick, boss. So I did. What was it? Uncomfortable. So I got off the phone, got on a chair. (laughs) Then I picked up the receiver. It was the home office. They said, go to the airport immediately, Wilcox. A truck will meet you with a load of Johnson's Gloco. The self-polishing floor beautifier that shines as it dries, requires no rubbing or buffing, and dries to a sparkling, beautiful, protective finish in 20 minutes or less. Then what did you do, Junior? I dashed out of the house, down to the corner, back to the house, took off my pajamas, put on my clothes. Back to the corner. Grab the taxi race to the airport.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Go on.
1: There was an airplane. Engines turning over. A pilot waiting. Suddenly a truck roared up. Yeah, they, they loaded the airplane with glow coats. Yeah. The self-shining wax polish that make the tired old linoleum wink at the cook. It yeah, make place? you proud of your kitchen. Yeah. Makes housekeeping so much easier. Than... Dad'd rather get with it. What's this all about, Waxy? Uh-oh. Well, the minute the airplane was loaded, I jumped in. Yeah. We started down the runway. Yeah. The engines roared. Five hours later, we were in Colorado Springs. I thought you were going to Cheyenne, Wyoming. We got lost. Well, by that time, I wasn't feeling so good, all that flying on an empty stomach, so I told the pilot to fly the glow coat on to Cheyenne, and I took the train home. But why did Cheyenne want all
3: that glow coat
1: and such a rush? Well, can you imagine that? I never thought to ask. You know what I'm going to do? What? Go home.
3: I am wanted with all that blow see, maybe Hey, I'm almost
1: ready to install the engine, This is the big moment. Uh, now hold the plane ready while I... Easy now, easy now. There. Ah, my goodness, it fits. Sure it fits. Now all I got to do is bolt it in and Donald Douglas goes quietly out of this. <laughs> this idea of mine is bound
3: to... Come in. Uh, pardon me, folks. Is this the dinosaur, Mr. and Mrs. McGee? Why, well, yes, it is. Uh, what can we do for you? Well, I'm Lena.
1: Well,
3: who sent you this? The aviation interest? Oh, you go on, Mr. McGee. They told me you'd start right off with something witty or something you thought was witty. (laughs) But I could take a joke, Mr. McGee. Anybody from a large family learns to take a joke, and I come from a large family just as soon as I could afford it. (laughs) I beg your pardon, but uh, who sent you, uh, Lena? Uh, The unemployment agency.
1: You mean the employment agency?
3: Well, maybe they have employment, but I don't. Anyway, they said you didn't have any help right now, and I'm free on Tuesdays, and by free I don't mean for nothing. Because I get a dollar an hour in transportation. But don't let the transportation worry you because I can always flip a ride in a truck.
0: <laughs>
1: you uh you mean you want to work for us, sis? I don't want to work for
3: anybody, Mr. McGee. But I formed some expensive habits like eating and wearing clothes and they cost money, you know. <laughs> So I've got to work somewheres, and you'll find me very neat and cheerful. My goodness, I just sing all day long. Oh! I see you have a piano. Isn't that wonderful? You're just the nicest people, self cultured Well, uh, we had not really considered engaging anyone just now, Lena, uh, because, see, you know, there's just the two of us, and... Oh, that's just the Yes, just the two of you. Yes, yeah, a loveliness, <laughs>
0: voila, I'm
3: certainly going to love to hear all oh, this beautiful singing and everything. <laughs> well, I'll be here early next Tuesday. Thank you so much. You won't regret this. As if do
1: Did we hire her?
3: Well, she seems to think we did. Why?
1: I just wondered. I didn't know they had such a strong union. <laughs> well, I'm practically ready for the big moment, Molly. Any film in the brownie? Yes. Yeah. Good.
3: But the uh, sticker on the film says must be developed before April hmm.
1: 1933. Too bad. This is a historical moment, and I wanted you to take my picture. Oh, you did? Come in. Now, watch it, kiddo. Don't volunteer anything.
3: Oh, it's just me or Latrivia, McGee. Come in, Your
1: Honor. Thank
2: you, Molly. Good day, McGee. Hi, Latrivia. You're just the guy I wanted to see. You're
1: a lawyer, aren't you? Yes. Yes,
2: although I haven't practiced for some time. Who's suing you for how much? And if you take my advice, you settle out of court, because if I know you, you were in the wrong. No, no.
3: I think this is something else, Your Honor. Isn't it about your idea,
2: dearie?
1: Yes, sir. This is a professional consultation, Yes. Now, look, do you know what the next great
2: step in aviation is? Certainly. Supersonic speed.
1: What was that again?
2: Supersonic speed. Speeds in excess of the speed of sound. Exactly. And I got
1: it solved, Latrivia. What?
2: You have? Yes. Good heavens. Why, this is, well, this is
1: amazing.
3: Say, what is the speed of sound, by the way? It's
1: about in the neighborhood somewhere around, i say. What would you say, Latrivia?
2: You're a (laughs) lawyer. Well, the speed of sound varies with temperature. At zero degrees centigrade, it travels approximately 1080 feet per second. It increases about two feet per second for every degree rise in temperature. It travels faster through solids than through liquids or gases, and does not travel at all through a vacuum. Oh, it does
3: through our vacuum. (laughs) We have positively the noisiest vacuum that you... (laughs)
0: <laughs>
3: oh, that's hard to me, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Now here's the question, Lucia. All the experiments up to date have been trying to speed up the airplane to equal the speed of sound. Right? Right. 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 So, I done, I done what has never occurred to anybody else. I built me this little model airplane, Lucia, and with this airplane, I'm going to solve the problem of supersonic. Uh, supersonic. Uh, supersonic. supersonic speed. <laughs> I thought you said you had solved it. I solved the principle of it. All it needs is a little experimenting. But, dearie, uh, this
3: plane will not go faster than sound. I doubt it'll even do 30 miles an hour. Ah, uh, uh,
1: that's the whole truck to the idea. Everybody's been trying to speed up the airplane. What I'm going to do is develop a slow sound. <laughs> a
2: slow sound. <laughs>
3: What an nice idea!
1: Don't the simplicity of it kind of get to Lizzie? I work out a slow noise, fly the airplane to it, and presto, supersonic you are here. You ever do any flying, it? Yeah, Yes,
2: a little. As a matter of fact, I'm a member of the Caterpillar Club. Of the uh, what, Your Honor? The Caterpillar Club. My gosh, we know people with the strangest hobbies. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Wallace Wimple watches birds. Mayor Latrivia clubs caterpillars. Uh, pardon me, I do not club caterpillars.
3: You belong
1: to
2: the club, Your Honor. You're just as guilty as the (laughs) rest of
1: us. Guilty of what, may I ask? Clubbing caterpillars. And why a grown man like you, Latrivia, should be so cruel and heartless as to hunt down them fuzzy little creatures. I don't hunt down fuzzy little creatures.
2: I said I belong to the Caterpillar Club. Don't you know what the Caterpillar Club is? No, and I don't
3: want to. If I knew, I'd feel my duty to report it to the Society for the Prevention
1: of Cruelty
2: little... There is no clue. The Caterpillar Club is made up of people who have been forced to
1: make parachute jumps. That's all. What do you mean that's all? That's the worst part of it. Oh, I can admire an honest hunter who stalks his game. Yeah,
3: but a man who silently drops down in a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> drops down in a parachute to club an innocent little caterpillar. That's
2: I tell you, nobody clubs any caterpillars. We call it the Caterpillar Club because parachutes used to be made of silk, which was made by caterpillars. It's a tribute to them.
1: Tribute? be hypocritical if you ask me, boy. Name the club after him and then drop down on them in parachutes and club up a junior out of
2: them. <laughs> oh, stop it for goodness sake. Nobody clubs any parachutes. It isn't the care of or Dropping in the parachute. Now
3: now now. <laughs> Don't get excited, Your Honor. Maybe you didn't know what you were getting into when you joined this club.
2: He should
1: have quit after he found out. But to deliberately maintain his membership with a bunch of hoodlums who go around feeding up worms, that's by George the Worms. I tell you, we
2: don't feed any cat of worms. Killers, you... When I said I belonged to the Patagula Dubs, the the club we don't cow any caterpillars. Nobody cow any foot of any I merely said the cover.
0: Paler, killer, you were the one. I didn't say it. I, (laughs) John,
2: McGee. Yes. Let me give you some advice. If you are ever forced to make a parachute jump, and I hope it doesn't happen before tomorrow, remember this: don't pull the ripcord until you count to one thousand. My goodness, Mister Mayor, I
3: always heard you were supposed to count
2: to ten. I certainly you
3: just
1: counted ten. Uh-huh.
2: Mm. I was hoping you didn't know that. <laughs> well, good day.
1: Seriously, McGee? Oh, well. It takes all time to catter to make killer. Hey, let's try this airplane. Come on. Let's go out in the front yard.
3: All right.
0: Let's.
1: Here we are in the front
0: yard. <laughs> Here's the instruction
1: sheet, Susie. You check through the operation.
3: All right, Phoebe. Number one. Fill the gas tank with eye
0: Right. I've done
3: that. Two. Turn on the seat. Contact. Three fold plane in left hand and spin propeller with
1: right hand.
0: All clear. Let's go. Look at her go. Why, she's doing
1: six if she's doing five. Boy, can I build airplanes. Look at that baby climb. Look at it, Molly. Almost out of sight already. Number four. Huh?
3: Before releasing plane, attach stout cord or wire to wingtips to control
1: flight. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> Look at that baby go. 31 bucks. Clear out of sight. How would you like to bring a little spring sunshine into your kitchen? Yes, right now, in the middle of February. Okay, just follow these easy directions. Get some Johnson self solid. <laughs> no, nope, too fast. Hmm. That's pretty fast, too. Well, that's slower, but still too fast. Hey, Molly.
3: Yeah?
1: I'm running into a little trouble trying to develop a slow sound.
3: Well, I know just the thing, Diddy.
1: What? You do? A slow sound? What is it?
3: Go back into vaudeville and wait for that applause.
1: Huh? Oh.
0: <laughs> Good night.
3: Good night, all. <laughs>